Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Karma can be a bitch. When you spend your entire life cheating, stealing, destroying lives, gloom and doom is bound to come back at you tenfold. So when a guy like Ron Thomas is found dead, the lists of suspects may at first appear endless, yet when you look at the context of the murder, there were only a few people who would benefit from Ron's death. One person who immediately comes to mind is Dick Weston. It would not be unimaginable to think the guy who has to spend the rest of his life in prison would want some retribution against the mastermind who walked free. As Detective Tom Cooper tells me, even though Dick Weston was locked up, the guy was known to have ties to the outside. I'm sure he had connections 
through the prison system because he was spending his time down Terre Haute. Before spending the rest of his days serving four consecutive life sentences, Dick Weston had to first complete the federal government's 25-year sentence at the prison in Terre Haute, Indiana. And he was supposed to come to us after, and he never got to us. The theories of Dick Weston taking out a hit on Ron Thomas ended in 1994, when Dick suffered a massive heart attack and died in prison. Previously on Paper Ghosts. And we come to kind of like a dead end. And we spin around, and guess who was behind me? Ron Thomas. He had followed me. He had literally turned around and followed me down the steps. You don't know where, if you lay down to take a nap or lay down to go to sleep, where you're going to wake up or not. You don't know where your kids is going to be, where you left them or not. Not with everything that was going on. And I'm convinced that he knew his killer. There was no struggle in the home, and it didn't appear to be. My name is M. William Phelps. I'm an investigative journalist and author of 44 true crime books. This is season two of Paper Ghosts Burned. With any question of the mafia's involvement or Dick Weston's attempt at retaliation now off the table, the pool of people who could have killed Ron Thomas was shrinking. Those involved have their theories, as do I. It's been some time since I last spoke with Carol Thompson, the daughter of victims Linda and Billy Stevenson. After hearing her admit that she wanted to shoot Ron Thomas dead on the courthouse steps, and now learning that a potential hit was put out on Ron, I needed to call Carol and ask the obvious question. So knowing what happens to Ron later, I mean, a fair question is, because it's an unsolved case, did you kill Ron? <laughs> no. I, no, I did not. I, um, you know, I, under, I understand you asking that question to me that doesn't even offend me. I've never, I didn't understand at the time why the police didn't contact me or the, <laughs> you know. <laughs> this piece of information has always surprised me. For as diligent and tenacious as the Claremont County Sheriff's Department and FBI were in investigating the Stevenson case, it's bizarre why no one in law enforcement thought to question the surviving family member who made no secret about wanting to kill Ron Thomas. No one contacted you. No, 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 no. I was laying in bed asleep, and it was about, I don't know, two in the morning or something, and um, my phone rang, and it was my daughter, you know, my oldest daughter, Shannon, and uh, she said to me, you know, Mom, you need to wake up. I got to tell you something. That's very important, and I'm like, Shannon's 2.30 in the morning or something, and she's like, get to your computer. Go to your computer now. She immediately uh, sent me a link, and I clicked the link, and it talked about, you know, this cold case murder of Ronald Thomas. And I'm like, this can't be the same. This, this can't, you know, I mean, come on, I'm, I'm blown away. He's murdered. So I, I did call the, um, the policeman over the cold case. Carol spoke with Dave Bell, the former South Carolina detective who you've heard in the last few episodes. 
I was about to be very, very happy. And, but I needed to know for sure, you know, it was the right guy. And uh, so I, I asked him, I said, you know, I need to confirm that this is, you know, the, the same Ron from, you know, Brookville. And it, his answer surprised me because he said um, something to the effect of if you're referring to the man who was in some ways linked to the Stevenson murder in Bethel, Ohio, then yes, this is the same man. I said to him right away, you know, I'm shocked. Why didn't, you know, I'm, I'm surprised. You know, I wanted the man dead. I'm surprised somebody called me. You know, this is a cold case. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. And he kind of, he kind of chuckled and he said, you know, you know, Carolyn, I understand that. And he said, um, so let me ask you a question. And I said, what's that? And he said, did you murder Ron Thomas? And I said, absolutely not. But if you find out who did, let me know. I would like to send them some cookies and flowers and anything else they might need. You know, I wanted to thank them. My fear was, you know, this wasn't the man that was going to stop. If he saw money in his future, uh, it wouldn't matter if it was a one-year-old. You know, he'd, he'd kill him. I didn't want anybody else to go through it. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are three fundamental motivations behind murder. Love, money, revenge. Under the money umbrella, greed factors into about 75% of homicides in this country, according to experts and crime statisticians. It's clear to me Carol Thompson did not kill Ron Thomas. I am certain she can be ruled out as a suspect. But there is one other person who had a solid motive to want Ron dead. In the eyes of Dave Bell, who took up Ron Thomas's homicide case in the early 2000s, history seemed to be repeating itself. You know what? What we when we first looked into Ron uh, Ron's death, we uh, we we looked at his wife as a suspect, Irene, and his and his murder. It didn't take long to realize that yes, she was our number one suspect in his murder because of the pattern that she had. And, uh, and her first and second husband's uh, untimely death. Looking back, Irene's first husband was accidentally killed by a train while trying to outrun cops after a domestic dispute. Her second husband was severely beaten, survived, but then reportedly committed suicide by firing a shotgun with his paralyzed toe. Now Irene's third husband has been murdered while sitting in his living room waiting for someone. If there's one axiom good investigators rely on, it's that previous behavior is an indicative predictor of future behavior. Because similar to what happened the last time a hit was put out on one of her husbands, Irene was conveniently far away from the crime scene when Ron Thomas was killed. And of course, you know, Irene left Ron home by himself to give herself an alibi. Uh, so, but when she came home and found Ron murdered and called uh, 911, the investigator, uh, when he arrived and started talking to her at the crime scene and uh, asking her questions, she stopped him at one point and says, Well, do I need an attorney? And the investigator says, Well, I don't know. Do you think you need an attorney? And as soon as he said that, she said, I'm not going to say no more. I want my attorney. Most people whose significant other has just been found murdered are usually beside themselves, stricken by shock and sorrow. They can react in unexpected ways, yet predictable under the banner of acute emotional pain that generally accompanies shocking loss. If Irene's reaction wasn't suspicious enough, what she did in the weeks before Ron Thomas's murder more or less confirmed her involvement. The funny thing I found out was, I thought real unique, was Irene had taken a, a big insurance policy out on him, like a $150,000 insurance policy out on Ron. And a month before Ron is murdered, she calls her, the insurance, her insurance agent, who she's had for years, 
and asked the insurance agent that if, if Ron would, would just so happen to be shot to death, would she still get the $150,000 if he died in that matter? And the, and the insurance agent actually told, oh yeah, sure you will. You know, now if that's not suspicious, I, I don't know what is. It was actually $300,000 in life insurance that Irene ended up collecting after Ron Thomas's murder. A considerable bump from the 90000 she pocketed after her second husband's suicide. And a seemingly larger increase from the undisclosed sum she made from her first husband's untimely death. When she got that all that big clumps of money because of her behavior and her, and her decisions, then that showed her how easy she'd get money with insurance. And that planted that seed in her brain. Is, that's what I'm thinking. With Ron Thomas, do you think she hired somebody or? I, I think she promised somebody. Yeah, I think she promised somebody some of the insurance money once he was murdered. Is it possible that Ron could have been killed by someone Dick Weston sent there because Ron got away from being charged in the in the Stevenson murders? Uh, well, you know, I, I would say I, I'd say it would be more than likely what I read. The name David Bell mentions seems to come out of nowhere. It's someone close to Irene who was never named in any official documents. I trust Bell's investigation and the off the record information he has provided me. This is why giving cold cases a second look is so crucial. Detective Bell stepped in with a new set of eyes, a new way of looking at things. It's these reasons why the name he mentions is credible to me. I got a written statement from a guy who said that uh, his former wife was a friend of Irene's, and it was his understanding that uh, Irene killed William Floyd. So if he would kill William Floyd, he'd sure kill Ron Thomas. But why would this person carry out such a heinous act for someone like Irene? Knowing her penchant for cashing in on insurance money was an obvious motivating factor, as well as the common theme that connects us back to why so many people in this story have wound up dead. Greed. How many people do you have to set up for murder your husband to be construed as a black widow? I, I will admit that her first husband was kind of, she was just indirectly involved with his untimely death. She didn't plan on him trying to beat that train you know but i think it's ironic that uh, not only did she claim uh, the insurance on him she also uh, filed a, a civil suit against the train company you know the uh, and then the same thing with the motel she filed a, uh, a civil suit for uh, william's death which she is the one that initiated it you know and caused it and in my opinion i mean i think uh, in fact uh, I think it was the FBI that uh, pinned her with the Black uh, Black Widow uh, title. You know, because she's the one that confessed to, uh, to the FBI about all this with, with William Floyd. As it turns out, Irene Floyd met with the FBI on three separate occasions back in 1981 and 1982. She confessed her role in the near-fatal beating of her second husband, William Floyd, and admitted to receiving instructions from Ron Thomas 
on how to tip off the assailants after she and William arrived at their motel room in Memphis. And of course, you know, she did recant her confessions to the FBI. Uh, she never gave a uh, uh, reason why she recanted. She just denied uh, that she ever confessed to the FBI. Of course, I, you know, I confirmed with the FBI that she, in fact, did. Irene made official statements to the feds. She couldn't take back what she admitted. But in a twisted bit of luck for Irene, the documents were filed away and seemingly lost within what can be an endless system of too much information and too small of a budget to hire more investigators. That is, until the early 2000s, when the Richland County Sheriff's Department in South Carolina decided to reopen Ron Thomas's homicide case. After coming across Irene's damning statements, as well as her lawsuit against the motel, Richland County decided there was enough evidence to charge Irene Thomas with conspiracy to commit murder in the near-fatal beating of her second husband. That's when I got her indicted for, uh, for the conspiracy to kill uh, Bill Floyd, because she cons- did all the conspiring in, in Columbia, in Richland County, which was our jurisdiction. Irene Thomas was arrested and detained for five days before being released on $25,000 bail. If convicted, she would face up to five years in prison or a $5,000 fine. This shocks and disturbs me. Conspiracy to commit murder and the worst punishment is only five years in prison, of which we know will be decreased to less time. The system is broken. Did she ever do any time for that crime? Not to my knowledge, no. We had a sorry excuse for a, a solicitor at the time, you know, a prosecutor. And uh, he uh, he wasn't real big on cold cases and, and trying to prosecute cold cases because he thought it would be too much uh, effort. And he was afraid of losing a, a cold case because they're harder to prove and, uh, and not get reelected. That was his problem. My understanding, she was never brought in trial. So, you really believe that Irene was the one who had a hand in Ron Thomas's murder? Oh no doubt, my, there's no doubt in my mind. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. 
criminal trials for one of those candidates, young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency and consistency scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality visit lazarusnaturals.com today lazarus naturals committed to improving your life as well as the world around you not available in idaho iowa or south dakota from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment oh my god We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. To think about all the pain and suffering not to mention the innocent lives lost at the behest of Ron Thomas, is to truly understand that a sociopath lacks the basic emotion to love, to care about people, that he puts himself, as narcissists do, ahead of the world. The torment Ron Thomas had planned, caused, and inflicted lasted long after he was killed. Despite Ron's death in 1991, it would be 13 years before Carol Thompson and her daughter Shannon would learn about the fate of the second man responsible for killing their family. Imagine, over a decade, and nobody called them. Nobody sent the letter. Nobody emailed. Nothing. You know, this whole time, my mom's watching over her back, scared to death her whole life and angry and just... It was about 2 o'clock in the morning, and I remember I dropped everything. I called my mom here in Ohio. Got her out of bed. I'm like, you have got to go downstairs. I have to get this to you. So she goes down. She fires up her computer. And I don't tell her. I just send her the link. And, oh, it was crazy. Like she said, it was a bombshell. It was insane. We never imagined in a million years. After learning about Ron's death, Shannon called the prison to get an update on the other man who killed her family, Dick Weston. The prison informed her that Dick had been released. Shannon absolutely lost it. How could this be happening? The DOJ ultimately called back and said they made a mistake. Dick Weston had actually died while in prison. There's no explanation for how such a mind-blowing misstep like this can happen. It's a seemingly innocent mistake, but one that can set off a debilitating new wave of trauma and fear for victims' families. 
My mom and I made a holiday of the day Ron was murdered. I, I mean, it's horrible, but it's cookie crumb day. It's the day to be thankful for the little cookie crumbs that life gives you. You know, that it, I don't know, it just meant a lot to us. It never surprises me how victim family members react to trauma of losing someone to murder or how victims' families are treated. Each person deals with the shocking realities in their own way. I've seen this in my own family. My brother, for example, after his pregnant wife was strangled to death, spent the next several years killing himself with drugs and alcohol. He succeeded. So I never judge those who, like Carol Thompson, find ways in which to deal with this sort of all-consuming grief. What did you think when you heard that Irene might be behind Ron's murder? I loved it because the reason that I loved it, I mean, there could have been a better person. I really hope it was her because he betrayed my family. He was their friend, their trusted friend, and he betrayed them and killed them for their money. So if his wife betrayed him, Oh my gosh, there's just <laughs> no better. There's, I mean, if I couldn't do it, that would be the next best thing. Yeah, absolutely. Carol presents herself as a resilient, irrepressible woman. To some, she can come across as too animated or blunt, emotionless, if you will, when recalling some of the darkest moments of her life. But it's her life, her story, her experience. Carol gets to respond in any way she needs to. I'm glad if she is the one who did it, I'm really super glad that she betrayed him. And I hope he knew that. I hope in the last seconds of his, you know, his miserable life, I hope in those last seconds that, you know, he knew he was betrayed. I, I think that would be um, a little bit of justice. You know, it's just a shame that Ron skates right under the, you know, he skated, but in the end, he, you know, he got a bullet in the back of his head. Yeah, it's not good enough, but it's good. I mean, it's what it is. I wish it was more. I mean, a trial, a trial and life in prison would have been better, I think. Would have been great. Yeah. Or, or me to actually kill him because I truly did. I, I wanted to kill him right on the courthouse steps. That was my fantasy, you know, kill him on the courthouse steps where everybody could see. And you'd have done it, Carol? Absolutely. Yes, I think I would have done it. I mean, it's a, it sounds terrible. Could you be that cold? But yeah, you know, when I think about it, you know, the flashes, I get pictures in my head of of mom's body and little Billy, you know, little Billy. All I got to do is think about little Billy. And yes, I'd pull the trigger. Absolutely. Because you know what? There's other babies out there. And he he was dangerous. I don't care what anybody said. He was dangerous. And they weren't getting him. <laughs> you know, and it's just a shame because, you know, I don't know. They knew who he was, and that. I mean, I understand that you can't get evidence on somebody, but I don't know. You know, it, there was quite a bit of circumstantial evidence. I would have rather them taking to court with the circumstantial evidence and lost than not have tried it on. Luckily for David Bell, he picks it up like ten years later, and you know pursues it. And and David Bell, he's like, look, I brought this case to my prosecutors and they didn't want to do anything. 
I told them, Ron, I found evidence Ron was involved. See, how can they do that? How can, you know, how can you do that? It, it's up to them. It's up to them to say, yeah. Uh, I know, but you know what? It doesn't make any sense to me in the in the grand scheme of the world. It doesn't make any sense to me how you can let um, a person who planned and and actually, you know, made it happen, a, a quadruple murder, including that of a child. And you know who this person is. And you if you've got this evidence. You've got these police, you know, bringing it to your desk. And you know that this person will probably do something like this again. How do you not pursue it? Not everyone grieves in the same way. Carol has suffered through horrible trauma, the likes of which most of us will never experience. She's felt the shock, the denial, the guilt, the anger, the fear. But there's no magic solution to help escape the kind of pain you feel when your entire family has been executed and justice has not been served. Having told Carol everything I've uncovered during my investigation, I asked her if the information has helped in any way. Absolutely. I mean, that's all I've ever wanted was, you know, Ron's dead. I can't, you know, they can't do anything with him now, but... Yes. I mean, I've always wanted the story known for what it truly happened and who, who did it. One of the things that has always haunted me is, you know, a hundred years in the future, Ron's great, great grandchildren, you know, they're going to look back and they're going to go, oh, our poor great, great grandfather. He was a good, upstanding man. He was such a good man and he was murdered and they never even found out who killed him. Poor, poor man. Now, no, I, I, I don't want that. I mean, and that's always been my driving thing, really. That's always been in my head. Dick Weston was dead. Ron Thomas was dead. But the woman authorities believe orchestrated Ron's murder managed to somehow evade any repercussion, same as he did. Yet, like Ron, Irene Floyd's life of freedom wouldn't last long. In one of the more bizarre twists in this entire case, a last dose of karma, perhaps. What ended up happening next is the moment you look at and just have to ask yourself, what the hell is going on in this case? Because for one, it was well known among friends that Irene Floyd was terrified of water. And yet in 2012, Irene Floyd, the Black Widow, was found dead in a friend's swimming pool. The cause of death? drowning. Paper Ghosts is written and executive produced by me, M. William Phelps, and iHeartRadio executive producer Christina Everett with script consultant Matthew Riddle. Audio editing and mixing by Abu Zafar. Thanks to Will Pearson at iHeartRadio. The series theme, number 442, is written and performed by Thomas Phelps and Tom Mooney. And one final thank you to Lauren Bright Paccio, who I cannot thank enough for all she has done for me. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.